Ultra. Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are rowing through Disney's The Little Mermaid one minute at a time. I'm Andrew Dorowski. I'm Kestra Dorowski. Today, we are joined by Chris Maverick, a friend from the Vox Popcast. Hey, I just, I didn't know you were going to say rowing through. That was hilarious. <laughs> we, we change it up every week. It's, yes. it's always a relevant, nautical, oceanic yeah. uh, term. Last, we've been we've been drowning in, we've been swimming through. Last week been, was nestling into, because yeah. Ariel was going Nestling to into her bed, yeah. yeah. So we, and they we're are, finding something. They are rowing this minute, so, you know, it's... <laughs> Highly, highly topical. Uh, We're discussing minute number 61 of The Little Mermaid, which begins with um, Sebastian finishing a line uh, in in the song Kiss the Girl. And it ends with uh, Eric starting to guess names for Ariel. He's not sure what her name is. And so he's going to give it a shot. Guessing things about women, always a successful dating tactic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This this could never go wrong. Sure. Um, and this minute of the little mermaid, uh, features Sebastian as well as other animals singing the song, kiss the girl, Eric asking Ariel, there's, that's a very similar (laughs) Eric and Ariel. Yeah. The, the, the phonetic structure of that, even if the, the, like the alphabetic structure is not the same, the phonetic structure is, um, Eric asks Ariel, um, if she heard anything while they've been rowing through the lagoon, uh, they come close to kissing. And then Eric just furiously starts rowing again. He's, he's got to keep them moving, obviously. <laughs> the critical the critical thing to be doing right now. There's some frogs riding on the oars and Eric trying to guess Ariel's name. So that's, that's largely our summary contents of this minute. So let's start talking about it. Uh-huh. Uh, I should, I should, we should say, like, Mav, welcome to the podcast. In case people aren't familiar with you, can you hit us with a few more of your credentials? Uh, I am a... Um, be all, I'm going to be very technical here. I'm, I am an ABD, all but dissertation PhD student, with, uh, <laughs> at Duquesne University in Pittsburgh. I also am an adjunct professor, professor at formerly at Duquesne, now at Mount Aloysius College um, in Pennsylvania. Um, I focus most of my research focuses on depictions of race, gender, and sexuality in pop culture. Usually I do comic books, but I also do cartoons like this and um, professional wrestling, TV shows, movies. I do a lot of things like that. So when you guys ask me to do this one, um, first off, (laughs) I should say Little Mermaid is my favorite Disney princess movie of all of them. I so I was excited to do it, and then you're like, "Well, can you do the kiss the girl?" Episode? Yes, yes, I will do kiss the girl. <laughs> Absolutely, I will do kiss of, the girl. I have so many thoughts. <laughs> out of out of all the people that we have as guests and available guests, I'm really thinking it's like, well, this is a pretty romantic minute yes. or week. You know, this is a good time to have Mav on. Mav is going to <laughs> help us address this in in an academic and like get us thinking and educated about it it's it's this is good times for matt mm-hmm. yes I, well I, again i have so many thoughts i should also point out you, you guys were on my show the I, I had you guys on just to discuss the whole phenomenon of sexualization of disney princesses <laughs> so this, I'm, I'm happy to be back here um that's years the, ago at this point but just starting with the well rewinding like a few seconds when you know, because this it, the song doesn't start exactly 
at at minute 61. But when but this entire song, the entire song of Kiss the Girl, which first off is my favorite song on the album. I love the soundtrack. I have listened to it several times today um, because in preparation for this. Um, but this minute of the song is very weird for me because it's indicative of one of the things that I used to love the movie as a kid, but as an adult, one of the things that I still love most about the Little Mermaid is it's the, I, I consider it the, well, it is the beginning of the, of the Disney Renaissance, right? But it is the transformational mo- moment of Disney princesses because all of the prior ones, certainly Snow and Aurora, Cinderella less so, but Snow and Aurora have very little to do with their movies, right? They don't even need to be there. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're asleep, right? Um, yeah, as far as like the, the narrative plot line and how much agency they really yes. operate with. Ariel is weird because she's she's the, she's the, the first of the new breed of Disney princesses where she's got agency, but it's still, it's very early and it's a bunch of old men writing what they think teenage girls should be like. And, and she doesn't have... <laughs> As much agency as she maybe should. She's not Jasmine, right? She's not, and she's absolutely not Belle or Elsa or anything. Right. So she, so yeah. it's weird. But what I love about this is um, more so than the rest of the movie. Um, certainly, any point up and up until this. And again, I love this film. This is the least objectified that Ariel has been up until this point in the movie. They they are sitting in the boat. They are at equal levels. They both, you know, they both want to be there. Um, she's not naked. <laughs> um, uh, and and there and it is a very. I mean, she can't talk, but that's plot driven. It's not like she's, you know, it's yeah. not like she's asleep. You know, she's trying yeah, to it, communicate and there is a, and there's very much this. They are working together on a date where they both want the other one. Um, if anything, she's sort of, you know, without violating gender roles that were appropriate in 1990. She is she is more aggressively into it than he is, at least for this. That's, minute. Yeah, that's super fair. Actually, we um, so we talked about this a little bit in the last week. Mm-hmm. Um where compared, I think, and, and we didn't talk about it in the context of earlier Disney films and, and you with the academic background are going to definitely draw in this, this greater context. Um, but like Eric is pretty into consent. Yes. He is not super bold. Like in the previous week he said, Oh yeah, I could take her on a tour of the village if she's interested in that. Like he's yes. very like, well, like, do you want to do that? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to be aggressive or anything. No, and he's, great. And, and, he, and, he, and in this minute in particular, like he's very like hesitant to be romantically forward with her, even though it's like, this is very clearly like her leaning in for a kiss. He's like, I'm, I'm going back to rowing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm right. not going to be, so- I'm not going to, to push it. Like, I want to make sure that she isn't. Like I'm not pushing. I I want to make sure that she's comfortable and everything. Mm-hmm. And if she indicates multiple times, then it's like okay, then I'll lean in for the kiss. And that's later this week. Yeah. So so with Eric in the village, he was like letting her do her thing. Oh, he he and literally then, let he, her take the reins. He let her take the reins, mm-hmm. which was a terrible mistake. But um, I mean, <laughs> but, I guess they it, didn't it, die. But it's, it's symbolic of her agency. Yeah. And, and then he, he he just smiles at her. He's like, oh, we survived. Like this is this is great. And then in this moment or this minute there's a specific moment where they're both like looking really nervous she's playing with her hair which is something a lot mm-hmm. of girls do when they're like nervous or they're like i don't know what to do like how do i get this guy to super, really super like super awkward me? awkward quiet boat right yeah <laughs> and he's just like looking to the side with his shoulders kind of slumped he's just like like they look like the teenagers yeah. that they're supposed to be mm-hmm. um 
and and then they look at each other like, oh, we like we're so like you like me, I we're, like we're you, in we're, sync. we're in sync. And then he looks away, and she's like, oh darn, <laughs> I wish I could talk and yep. and like it, it's it's completely just a different perspective on Disney princesses, he, like we've said. He is the most progressive Disney prince up until prince-ish, because, I, because I'm going to say up until um, uh, um, Christian from Frozen, who's not technically... Uh, yeah, Kristoff. Kristoff, who, Kristoff, yes. Who's not technically a prince, but serves the role of one. Yeah, we're, we're you know, the, the well, male lead yes. and everything He, he becomes like one and by, by the la- in the, yeah, on. By, yeah, Eventually. Um, but, and it's also nice to see it because Kristoff is like, it's from, a, you know, it's 20 years later yeah. and there's so much more like specific awareness. We've got to create a character who is more sensitive to these particular needs. And so it's kind of phenomenal and, that Eric shows up with these qualities mm-hmm. because it's like, it's not totally normal. Mm-hmm. And, and frozen has a female um, director, doesn't it? Uh, I think it's joint. Uh, yeah. Isn't it? the, the main team. Yeah. Yeah. The main team includes so it. Like it, it has a different perspective on mm-hmm. that too. Well, and so with this one, so my thought here, Eric, I just find really interesting because he clearly wants to kiss her. Like, and he's conflicted. Yes. I, I mean, Eric's not. Like, he has been super into Ariel the whole yeah. time. Well, Eric's not a. I mean, as much as I love the, this movie, Eric's not a particularly deep guy, right? Like, he's like, all he knows is, I heard this girl sing once when she saved my life, so I'm going to find her and marry her. Like, his motivation's not great, but but he is into her. And he has forgotten about Mystery Girl for the context of this date, right? Like, so he's on this date. They're yeah. rowing. He's into the moment. And I love that, you know, like, he clearly wants to kiss her, but he's so concerned with her agency and her consent that he doesn't want to push past it, despite the fact that there is an evil conscience angel crab on his shoulder trying to gaslight him it's so con- like i love sebastian but it is con- it is the the line the line that towards the very end of the song it's um it, it, it's um she don't say a word and she won't say a word until you kiss her right it was like um yeah there's only you know there's one way to ask her and it won't take it, it don't take a word no no you could just use yeah, words just you ask can, her you if can kiss ask. you <laughs> my wife asking is good yeah i know my, yeah. my wife and i met in 1998 and i know for a fact that our first kiss was i said can i kiss you she said yes we got married eventually worked out really well <laughs> that, that's pretty with similar Andrew. for us like like Kester and i were he, we were making sure that like yeah we're in agreement about our level of relationship and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. the the one thing he didn't technically ask about was holding my hand mm-hmm. But I feel like that's a, I feel like that's reasonably safe territory, and there's a lot of room for the. I I, I was there, very gentle, and you had plenty there, of agency to there, not hold my hand in that museum. But there were things that like led to the holding right. the hand that you had asked, like you're like, oh, you better hold my arm or or, or something like that. We we were, <laughs> we, were, we were extremely cute as a, as a dating couple. Very cute. Go and then and then we we he asked me to if if what was it if um. I if what 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 question are you dealing boyfriend with? girlfriend um, um the way I phrased it was what would it take for me to get to be your boyfriend yes uh, and then you said can I but, be but your boyfriend had, but we had already been dating for a while and yeah she, and you didn't offer any extra <laughs> limitations okay so like you cool with this and then he and then he asked me if 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 he could kiss mm-hmm. me um, after well, that like 
there's ne- five seconds after we became official. There's quote unquote. <laughs> there's negotiating that goes on. Is my point, and and, yeah, and that's the best way to describe right. it. And, negotiate, and, and and I'm not. By the way, I'm I'm not gonna pretend that I am like I'm like certainly I have kissed people in my dating life where there was no explicit verbal question, but there was never a point where I wasn't sure. Right, Eric isn't sure. So, and so I'm perfectly he's okay. Hold yeah, he's, he holds back. And, and, and he holds back even though also, <laughs> it is okay to ask yes. to be sure. And, and, I, and I can say, and, and Mav, maybe you'll back me up, as a, a younger man, teenage dating and, and young adulthood dating, like every time girls thought they were being very clear – I could have used probably three times no. as much clarity to actually be clear. For, for, for I, your female listeners, what I would like is, you know, a note, fill, you know, maybe filled out in triplicate with explicit details. Because as, you know, again, well, I'm older now and married, so not my problem. But just in general, I felt that as a boy, I was very stupid. So I wasn't necessarily absolutely. <laughs> I, explicit yeah, so I think it's I think it's honestly quite realistic for these teenagers for Eric to be like, oh, I think she's leaning in to kiss me no nah, way probably like, something on my shoulder i'm wrong she's puckering her lips like, she I'm, has her eyes closed she's, she's like, leaning I in i think she's into yeah. me but i'm probably yeah. wrong so i should i should focus I'm on being... other stuff i should try to be appropriate and i think that's pretty realistic yes. because that is how i always felt and anytime but... like anytime i heard from girls who are like, I'm trying to be really clear with him. Like he is not picking up on it because you are not being clear. I mean, if you're trying, it's like, I think I'm being clear, but I'm also trying to be subtle. Like, (laughs) it's like people are trying to cover their bases. It's like, well, I want to be obvious, but I don't want to be forward. But like the balance usually skews to too much subtlety. Mm -hmm. But so when we were, when you and I first met, we basically immediately started flirting with each other. And I thought I was being so flirtatious (laughs) with you. I went home that night and I tech or I, um, my friend was on a mission for our church. Um, and I could, the only way I could communicate with her was through email. And I immediately sent her an email saying, I met this cute guy. I started flirting with him. I haven't flirted with a guy in a long time. This was really great. And then when we became official, we started talking about how we first met and everything. It was like, yeah, it was really obvious. Right. And you're like, no, <laughs> but also like it was a time in my life where, I was going out with a lot of girls. I was trying to flirt with a lot of girls. Like I was trying to like receive flirtation. And so obvious, no comparable to other people where I was like doing flirting. Yes. But enough yeah. about our love yeah. life. Let's yeah. get to so, this minute. Uh, Eric because I have a lot Ariel. of notes about okay. the song too. Because, because we're into the song. And now like Mav, you love this song. Yes. Is this one your, you said, was it your favorite song in the, in the whole album? From this album. Yes. Okay. From the, from it is my so, favorite. So Disney uh, uh, of my of it's not my favorite Disney princess song. It is my favorite uh-huh. Disney princess movie, and it's my favorite song on this in this movie. Okay, um, and I don't know how much background you've got on like knowing the the award cycle and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Little Mermaid was nominated for two Oscars and one. <laughs> Well, it well, was, it was two, two original songs. So it was against songs. itself in the category of original song. Mm-hmm. And one, uh, one of those two, do you think this song was one of the candidates? I don't actually remember. 
And I mean, I could cheat because I've got the notes up, but um, like, <laughs> hold on, let me think if I can remember. Okay, so 1989, so it was the 1990 Oscars. No, it would have been, um, it would have, it, it probably, it would have been Under the Sea, obviously. And in my head, it's Les Poisson. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Is, no. no, you got um, so you got right with Under the Sea, which was the one that won. did win yeah. the song. This is the other is song it? that was nominated. Okay, it was okay, good, yes. good, okay, good. Because it, and it was nominated. It's not part of your world, and it's not poor unfortunate souls, which seems crazy. And, and I'm shocked. Yes. I think I think it, it seems shocking that Under the Sea is the song that won because yeah. I would have thought it'd be the romantic one or the lead for the singing, you know, part, yes. part of the world. But um, it was, so that was the same for the, uh, the golden globes. Mm-hmm. So um, it was both, both of them were nominated and under the sea one mm-hmm. for both the golden globes and the Oscars. It's like both of them for the crap. Yes. Just got <laughs> the stuff. Yes. Well, it, it, it is, I mean, it yeah. is a great album. I mean, these three in a row, starting with this one, and then, uh, and then uh, Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin are just yeah. the three of them are just perfect yes. albums. So, <laughs> so yeah, which is and I, I I think part of that was due to Howard Ashman, mm-hmm. who yeah. we unfortunately lost before before um, Aladdin came out. Before Aladdin even yes. came out, yeah. Um, and so the the combo of Alan Menken and Howard Ashman, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a great combo. It's a great and and I mean can't say it enough. Alan Menken, even on his own, has done great stuff. And there's a reason that he is currently the person living with the most Academy Awards. Is he, okay, so he is? In his pocket. There's, no, so, so there's not, nobody alive who has more. Okay, There yes. are people who are dead D- who have more. Like okay. Walt Disney. And there's people with more nominations. But right. actual wins. Nominations Menken, is probably Newman, isn't it? Um, I think. It's John Williams. I think might it might have be John Williams. I can believe Williams too. Yeah, okay. it's like fifty-one or fifty-two. I but John think. Williams has so like a lot, a lot of nominations and not wins. When wins? Alan, you think? Alan Menken yeah. has actually won best score against John Williams. Yeah, he won it for Little Mermaid against Last Crusade. I think one of the Indiana yeah. Jones films. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's kind of crazy. Yes, like and and. Williams he wrote a great lot. score. This is a good. This is a good score. I mean, you were singing uh, Indiana Jones music earlier today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, um, but you have you wanted to make sure that Mav knew about Christopher Daniel Barnes. Oh yeah. Um, so we we hear some lines from Prince Eric, uh, mm-hmm. and the voice actor is Christopher Daniel Barnes. But Mav, I suspect there's something that you might know that voice from. Can you place it? Eric's voice, or it's Eric's no, voice. No. Oh wait, wait, wait. Christopher Daniel Barnes. No, he's um, he's um, um, Superman, Superboy, isn't he? He was. He's Spider Man. He's the he's 90s Spider Man. Okay, Spider Man. Okay. Um, so all of those voiceovers as someone swinging through the city in the 90s Spider Man cartoon is Prince Eric. Yeah. And no. You, you know who he is? He's yeah. He's also that, and he's also uh, he's not Superboy. He's um he's Starman. Uh, I was thinking, of, um, or he's the kid on on Starman. Starman is this movie that delightful movie that i loved as a kid that they made a tv <laughs> they made a tv show out of the tv show is not as good but um it was starman is it, it's essentially a more family-friendly version of of the original terminator is the best way i can explain it <laughs> I, I mean if you watch the movie you'll see what i mean but they made a they made a made for tv movie of it 
around the same time that the Superboy TV show was on. Um, and that's why I would confuse them. But yeah, uh, Chris, yeah, uh, C.V. Barnes is what he called himself when he was a kid. He was the kid on Starman. <laughs> I did. Okay. You had something I didn't yeah. have on that one. <laughs> um, so now should we move on to the song itself? Yes. yes. Let's, talk, let's talk the song. Okay. So that's the focal point of the minute. Yes. Yes. We've talked about how how it, it nominated was nominated and everything. But so originally it was this song was thought to be this the the pop song that would be a single after the mm-hmm. movie came out, like immediately after the movie came out, just like they do with like more modern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they do it. Yeah, let, it's the let it go. Of it's, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly what I was going to say. It, it is the let it go. It is absolutely the let it go of this album. But they they could not get Howard on board and on writing a pop song until Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. So the single that most people think of for for Kiss the Girl is Ashley Tisdale's version, and which they is in two thousand and they shouldn't. It's awful! It's awful! I hate it. <laughs> what, was, uh, what's the um? What was the term for like those Disney albums that they did with the the Disney Channel stars? Oh, the um. Because they did, oh. they did several of them. Like uh, Hillary Duff was on one. Raven. Raven Simone one. did did Under the um, Sea and and some others. Um, it's medley. Actually, it's I also think I also think the Eighteens did a cover of Kiss the Girl. Uh, there's a few um, like an ABBA cover band. I mean, there are lots of covers, but Ashley Tisdale because she was the Disney yeah, star. She, most she people the, simply like about the mouse. Yeah, but that was in 2007, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. almost 20 years after this mm-hmm. came out. Yeah, she, yeah, which she, is had, kind of right, and did, well, yeah, it was on, yeah, it, it was on, yeah, she, she did a for the platinum edition, and then they put it on the Disney Mania album, but then Disney um, Mania, that's yes. what it is. Yeah, well, but before that, in '91, just like uh, two years after it came out, they had this. They, there's this album called Simply Mad About the Mouse, where it's pop groups of the '90s um, re-recording random theme songs from random albums and Soul so to Soul. Doing this. Yeah, yeah. Soul to Soul, one of my favorite bands from the '90s. They do "Kiss the Girl" way better than Ashley Ashley Tisdale's version. And because, uh, well, I don't like Ashley's version. I, I mean, I shouldn't be mean to her. I don't know her personally, but I like Soul to Soul's version. Version, and then the one that I don't know very well. Other, like, I don't know anything about this band other than the fact that I love their cover of this song. There is a band called Stellar Cart. They are a Christian punk band. And they did it in like 2012. They covered this song. It's amazing. And then with Howard Ashman, mm-hmm. with the whole soundtrack for, for Little Mermaid, he wanted it to, especially with Sebastian songs, he wanted there to be like Caribbean mm-hmm. and Latin kind of thing. And you kind of hear that, especially in this specific yes. song but he also wanted he was very particular to doo-wop yep. he added that specifically this song with the sha la 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 and uh, and others like the whoa um he really couldn't like and uh, i don't know if there's anybody who could synthesize so many different styles into one song yeah. like him but he really just couldn't settle and then he was like well, I'm get, I'm Caribbean, I'm just gonna Latin, put them all Duop. in. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna stop <laughs> just because just because it's too many. In the commentary, they added they add in some specific like um, audio from 
interviews with Howard Ashman, and he's he said we had a Caribbean and Latin, and I'm particular to doo wop, so we had to sit in some doo wop just for a little spice and fun. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> what he said. Howard Ashman would have loved postmodern jukebox. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, and. So now I think we should get into some of the the lyrics. Lyrics. Yes. Lyrics themselves. So we didn't talk about the lyrics last week. Um, we, we saved it to, you know, kind of yeah. cut into pieces this week. I'll probably just go for what is in this specific minute and we can talk about the lyrics for mm-hmm. tomorrow's minute and the minute after. But when so, so but also anything from you know, the very beginning, because really it starts. At it's yes. yeah. Winds, w- w- strings, winds, words, percussion. Yeah. Or percussion, yeah. strings, wind. Percussion, yeah. yes. <laughs> percussion first. Yes. Percussion, percussion first. first. Yes. <laughs> With the, the ducks um, patting on the, the turtle. The, the, turtle. <laughs> the turtles are super cool. And then strings and then winds. Words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so with the winds, actually, uh, they reused the... Um, Something from, oh, where's that note? It's in here somewhere. Kestra does a lot of research and has a lot of notes. And so <laughs> it is possible for her to lose track of them. <laughs> I do want to point out the winds. He is literally commanding the elements. Yeah, he has magical powers. Into, um, into, into this moment. Well, and, and I found, go ahead. I have thoughts no, sorry, on, go ahead. Well, I have thoughts on Sebastian's magical powers, but I think that should probably come after the lyrics because I have I have <laughs> issues with Sebastian and his mag- magic and yeah, it's <laughs> Alright, so I found I found my note. Um it the the winds so is the wind blowing into the reeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um the reeds blowing was reused from the old mill, which is a nineteen thirty seven oh, silly oh, yeah. One of the early ones with the with the multiplane camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they reused that. And they tried not to reuse things very much in this film. Because but they did. Well, and they were coming out of like the era of vast reuse. Yes. Yes. Uh, another thing they reused in this in this scene is the background, which were reused from rescuers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So backgrounds oh. were yeah. And the you can kind of like, see that. Yeah, not but I feel like, the original rescuers, not not down under, but yeah. Not down no, under. The, the, the original one with, one with the bayou. And, and the bayou. And, and, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. So they're like really, they're really judicious in their reuse. And it's not reused animation, which is the thing that they really get criticized for in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have percussion, streams, winds, words. And the streams are the grasshoppers or the crickets. Mm-hmm. I think they're crickets, but they look like grasshoppers. So I'm not entirely sure. I really couldn't what tell they you are. the difference. <laughs> um, then there you see her sitting there across the way, which is obvious because mm-hmm. she's sitting right across. The way. <laughs> you don't got a lot to say, but there's something about her, and you don't know why, but you're dying to try. You want to kiss the girl, which he does. Everything so far factually accurate. Yes, sure. Okay. <laughs> a little heavy-handed, but yes, factually accurate. <laughs> I yes. just I just feel like Sebastian is gaslighting Eric this entire song and and <laughs> I loved it when I was you know when I was 15 14 when I, when this came out I was um I loved it and every time I, every successive time I watch it as an adult I'm just like okay I understand why people had problems with the way that the 80s and 90s like sort of taught boys to behave around girls because <laughs> he's really yes. being heavy-handed <laughs> but yes yes and and like I'm, I'm all for receiving like romantic direction and instruction from a crab, but this is like pretty forward <laughs> yes. just directions. Like you gotta kiss the girl. It's like okay, like 
you can take more time to get to know a girl. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And up to this point, all those lyrics were sung by Sebastian. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now we add in the ch- ducks and turtles singing with right. Cor- yeah, chorus yeah, yeah. coming in. Yeah. Just which, the ducks and turtles. Mm-hmm. Which the chorus on this song is fantastic. Right. And These add-in voices mm-hmm. are so brilliant great. harmony. In I, the song. Did, I did so much research and looked <laughs> into the depths of the internet and could not find one thing that said who the who's singing backup. who's singing backup huh. the only singers that i found some of them were actually um uncredited mm-hmm. uh but there's guy Maida, and so i found these on imdb um or, or possibly gee yeah um he he's a singer Another singer is, or a vocalist, is Kevin Dorsey. He was uncredited. Mm-hmm. And Sally Stevens, she was uncredited. So these are just Disney session musicians, probably. Um, they might not have really had, like, a full Disney session musician at this point. Mm-hmm. So I have I have notes about that for, I think, tomorrow's okay. um, minute. Um, because, about... because they hadn't made a musical in so long mm-hmm. to, like, really draw this in. But I'll, I'll talk about that okay. tomorrow when I have had my um, notes about how they how they formed the orchestra and everything and mm-hmm. i'll and i have more notes about the orchestra uh, what i can find but i could not find like who was huh. the chorus on who's the chorus or anything they they only credit samuel Wright okay. for sebastian which which is a shame because like really like the flamingo comes in on yeah, this yeah, and you're like who's singing that flamingo voice because <laughs> yeah. it's great mm-hmm. yeah it's great um so the ducks come in and the turtles come in yes you want her look at her you know you do Possible. Sh- I see. I see some gaslighting. Yeah, going yeah, on. Possible. She, yeah. Possible. She wants you to. Possible. She wants you to. There is one way to ask her, and ask her is where the flamingos come in, and it's great. Yeah, yeah, now yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, again, like the performance of that line, fantastic. Mm-hmm. The the truthfulness of that line. Yeah. That was probably the most <laughs> false thing that he said so far. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, one way to ask her. Um, with your words, yeah. ask. Well, she can, you know, like she, he he's aware that she can communicate. She can't speak. He doesn't know why, yes. but she nods her. She clearly understands him. She nods her head. You know, would you like me to kiss her? Kiss you? And then if she nods her head, yes, which she does quite frequently up until this point, whenever he asks her anything, you know, yeah. that would have been fine. Like, that's very clear. Yep, no confusion there. I mean, there's Maybe no movie. If, if there's no movie at that point because I, I, I mean, tomorrow yeah. we nod her head like very enthusiastically when she, he gets her name right yes. yeah and so like maybe there will be some adjustments to this one in the live action <laughs> yeah i'm wondering maybe. about that um so there's one way to ask her it don't take a word not a single word go on and kiss the girl and they're about to kiss and then they don't right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep Sing with me now, Sebastian says. <laughs> to, and to all the now he gets the frogs everything. in. Mm-hmm. That this is no other animals until until later. I love the frogs on the oar. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's a great move. Like to have them just like because the way they like perform it as they're moving up into the top of the screen and then back down and everything. I'm like that is it, it. Just like feels so good yeah. to watch that and hear that simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sha la 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 la, my oh my, look at the boy too shy, he ain't gonna kiss the girl. Sha la 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 la, ain't that sad, ain't it a shame too bad, you're gonna miss the girl. Mm-hmm. Which is obvious because if he doesn't kiss her, she'll turn into a she'll mermaid. She'll turn into a mermaid and Be he'll gone. never see her again. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I just wanted to point, I don't know why I wanted to point this out, but the way Sebastian says too bad, or like it's too bad, too bad. (laughs) (laughs) I love a detail that goes with, I mean, first off, Sebastian is as as romantic as this song is. And I get that it's gaslighting, but I actually do find it to be romantic. It's got a nice harmony. It's, it's a really wonderful song. Um, it's also very on the nose as to what's happening. He's, you know, he's basically singing about, you know, about this moment. And mm-hmm. it, but what really works for me is the visuals that go with it. Because when he's saying that, you know, they're like, sha la 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 la. And he, and he says, my oh my, um, looks like the boy too shy. And then it's like, ain't it a shame too bad? The look of utter despondency on the faces of especially Ariel, but also Eric in this scene is like, I, the, one of the things that I think I like most about this movie is um, it came out in 1989. So I was 15 when it came out. I'm basically Ariel's age, 15. Um, yeah, I wasn't quite 16. So I'm, I'm clearly I'm pretty close to the same age as she is. And so, you know, sort of beginning my dating life. Right. I know this moment where he's like, oh, wait, I, I can kiss now. No, I missed the moment. And she's just she is just so utterly dejected. And just like, why did this not work out? What did I do wrong? Does my breath smell bad? Do maybe they don't really? Maybe she doesn't really, or he in the in this case, he doesn't really like me, you know, or or whatever. Like this, I I perfectly understand the emotion. So I think the animation that goes with the song is absolutely brilliant, and I feel so much emotion from both of them because also, even though I think Eric is very respectful, he he clearly wants her too, you know, like. Sebastian even says, yeah. you know, yes, you want her. Look at her. You know, you do like, yes, he does. But he is also trying to negotiate this. You know, he is trying to figure this out. And I just like for two animated cartoon characters before the age of, of CGI, just the the animation, the hand drawn animation. I absolutely feel every emotion they're going through in this minute. <laughs> like, like I, I totally get everything. It's, it's really strong. It's like and and I think also part of it is dealing with this is such like a quintessential part of a relationship mm-hmm. is like, okay, like first kiss, like trying to negotiate. We, we keep using the word negotiate, but it's the perfect word for how do you negotiate advancing your relationship, yeah. right? Like you want to be respectful of each other. You want to be at the same pace and everything. And honestly, like in most of your relationships, there's going to be a point where the two people are not in sync with each other and it's not the balance of moving things forward appropriately and all that sort of stuff. And so like seeing, seeing it portrayed in this context with the song and the animation and everything, it is really powerful Mm -hmm. because like just about everybody is going to feel that sensation at some point in some way, in some relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and then seeing that devastation of like, Oh no, it's not working. (laughs) Like everyone's felt that too, because it's like, I screwed it up. Mm-hmm. I went too fast. I went too slow. <laughs> Something's wrong. And now the negotiations are breaking down. Mm-hmm. So as we, as we record, you, you know, you guys haven't released any of these episodes yet, but you've done them. So I don't know. Cause I haven't, I haven't been able to listen to, have you talked about the issue of whether or not humans can understand animals? We've, a little a, bit. We have addressed it a little bit, but this is probably the the prime yeah. to talk about it. Like, okay, how much can he get from animal singing? Okay, because Ariel I, Ariel clearly can hear them. 
Like she clearly yes, can't hear them singing. She she can she talks to them all the time. She talks to Flounder. She talks to Sebastian. She's capable of communicating with animals. They and Scuttle, and they are clearly singing. And so I imagine in the scene, Ariel can hear them going, "Kiss the girl, kiss the girl," and. and she- Yes, come on, help me out. Yeah, 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 help me. Yeah, perfectly. You know, my boys have my back. You know, we've got this whole Cyrano thing that's going on. And then, <laughs> um, like, I'm okay with, um, I'm okay with a world where mermaids have the magical power to hear animals and humans don't. I'm okay with that world. I'm okay. Right. I'm rough. I don't really understand why Ariel can talk to Sebastian and Flounder and um, Scuttle, but not Max. But okay, we, fine. It's a Pluto so, issue. <laughs> um, as best we can tell, um, there's some sort of limitation when it comes to mammals, and that goes into the Little Mermaid TV series as well. Okay, um, she at one point uh, hid a killer whale in her bedroom named Spot, and it was the like classic. There's I, I'm I'm hiding a dog from my dad. Okay, um, and so mammalian marine life and and mammalian non-human life seems to be a no speaking okay. territory she it can, doesn't make sense for the fowl though right because she can understand yeah. birds yeah. Seen yeah. birds, <laughs> and, birds seem okay. and she can understand birds and frogs sha la 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 yeah so yeah good so it's something like it seems specifically like mammals are the issue right yeah. so uh, so fine i'm and again i i accept pluto exists in a world with goofy so i'll just let max go um <laughs> i don't understand it but okay but up until this point, throughout the you know, Sebastian never tries to talk to the chef in the movie. No human ever communicates with animal life, except that Eric is being influenced by them, but maybe it's just romantic. And then we're gonna get to this, you know, Sebastian's magic. I you know, because he can command yes. he can command the wind. I don't know how. And he should really use that power more often because that seems like it would be useful at other points in this film. But <laughs> but he can command the wind, he can coordinate an orchestra that has never performed like I get why he can teach her sisters to sing and you know in the beginning, but he's never met these frogs and 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 turtles before. <laughs> but you know, whatever. Um so I'm okay with Sebastian being magic. So He's he's whispering so that we're going to get to this point where it's like now at this point when Eric pulls away and he's like, I'm not going to kiss her. I'm going to change the subject and guess your name. Let me because, guess your name. Yeah. And, you know, he can hear Sebastian. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I, don't, I, I think maybe when when it's just right, it's like, I'm trying to think if there's like examples in other media. It's like when the energy is just right. right. A little bit of extra magic happens. Yeah. And well, that's like, that's yeah. all I can go with. Like there's some magic. And so in this case, he can string the magic together into that. Okay. Like he can't speak to him super clearly, but he can speak to him just a little bit. He can just put a little right. tickle in his head. It's because it's, it's the next minute where he actually guesses the name. So I don't want to get too far ahead, yeah. but like, there's clearly like, I have questions about this entire scene because of the entire song. The, in fact, the fact that, you know, what makes it romantic to me isn't just that they're on a boat ride. What makes it romantic to me as a viewer is the song and the song doesn't work. If it's just crickets going, you know, cricket sounds chirp, 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 then that doesn't work. What makes this work is 
the crickets are literally playing violin sounds, right? And then you're and you have like um and you have frogs going sha la 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 sha you know like like I need to be able to hear the frogs in order for this to work. So I, there's enough magic going on that it sounds like romantic music to to Eric and yeah. he can can he hear the lyrics? I don't know. I mean, he's certainly influenced by them if he can't hear them. Yeah, yeah. and so like it's it's uh, they they don't. Yeah, but I also I also super don't care because it's just so darn charming. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and it's 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 just the it's the weirdest part of the movie is just this minute here yeah, because true. like because anywhere else in the minute in the movie except for in this song I don't care at all like I just accept that she can talk to it, talk to fish and he can't. It's literally in this song where the where the rules just sort of don't seem to apply. Um, yeah. In some weird, odd way. And maybe it's just like, it, you know, we're at we're at hour 48 here. <laughs> you know, we're we're two days into this three day journey and she yeah. needs, you know, he needs her to like Sebastian needs Ariel to kiss this boy. So maybe he's just using all of his magical powers and it's like, look, okay, I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna pour it all into this one moment. We're gonna this, this is do or die time. We're gonna make it happen tonight, right? Yeah, like this, like, is, this is yeah. this is the flash mob proposal. Right. Is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly he spent the whole night or the whole day, like gather maybe he did prepare the entire orchestra. He's like, Okay, you guys are going on your tour of the village. I'm spending the whole day gathering my crew, and in case I need them. Here's the flashback. But, but it seems like he just he went in immediately and and I and mean, he's like, we I got to do it myself. Come on, guys! Like, <laughs> and they just it just pulls them together spontaneously. Yeah, because he says you you want something done right, you got to do it yourself because Scuttle is doing oh, yeah. terrible. Yeah. yeah, forgot about Scuttle at the beginning of this song. It's there's like, also this is not gonna help. there's a point yeah. in this minute where Scuttle tries to come in and help harmonize, and the flamingos just shut him down. They they grab him by the yeah. beak, and there's it's so great. Yeah. Scuttle gets no love, but. Like, Maybe Sebastian's like done a million favors for all of these <laughs> creatures before and is like, look, hey, I'm calling them in. This is the Godfather moment. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but we are we're starting to tap into yeah. other other minutes this week. So let's wrap it up. Anybody have anything else that you gotta say for, well, for just today's be, minute? Just because it's in this minute, because most of the names he guesses are in the next minute, but this minute ends as he's guessing names and he says, um, and he goes, you know, maybe I can guess your name. And again, she can write been two days we've seen her sign her name before why didn't she write yes, this down before and write her name <laughs> like even if she can't write anything else she can write she can write her, her name because it happened earlier but okay fine it didn't occur to them um but he guesses the name mildred and she is absolutely disgusted by the concept yeah. possibly that her name would be mildred again this movie came out in 1989 and she is now dead but at this point my aunt mildred was very much alive <laughs> so <laughs> So for me, this was very odd. I'm like, it was like Mildred. Oh, that's a horrible name. And I'm like, oh, oh, really? <laughs> so I have not Mildred. Um, and that that that's always been sort of a weird kind of moment for me. <laughs> um, I had notes about the animals, but I'll save them for either tomorrow okay. or the next day. Great. Then that's all we have for you today, listeners. We are part of dueling. We are part of dueling genre, and you can find us and many other podcasts at duelinggenre.com. There, you will also find a link to a Patreon page where you can support all the dueling genre productions. 
We're on Twitter and Instagram at Diz Minute, on email as DisneyAnimationMinute at gmail.com, and on Facebook at the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society or Damsels Group. And our guest, Mav, can be found at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the places, always at Chris Maverick. And on my podcast, Vox Popcast, V-O-X-P-O-P-C-A-S-T. And on that, we discuss a different pop culture topic every week and how it relates to the world going on at large. It is um, We like to think of it as an, as an academic class that happens in a bar. So we have, we, we'll have a beer, we'll discuss how, um, you know, how the world is affected by Marble League. <laughs> or or we'll, or we'll talk about cartoons we'll talk about movies music sports it's it, it, it's a fun time it it is a fun time and you can find some episodes featuring kester and myself um over the the catalog of, of a few years of episodes that you guys have we're like two and a half years yeah we're like two and a half years which now. feels weird to think about because i'm like <laughs> yeah you know they started after we started our our, <laughs> our movies by minutes podcast stuff Oh, wait, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's been three years. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, as always, we want to draw attention to Star Wars Minute, the, the team that really made Movies by Minutes what it is today. And until next time, listeners, thank you for making us part of your world.